This podcast is entirely listener supported. To find out how you can help, head to patreon.com slash we have concerns. the uh the guy that tweeted us and said he saw the picture on our itunes thing and thought your picture was jeff canada and my picture was anthony carboni oh i like that i have the handsomer voice out of the two of us i don't know you're a pretty handsome man i <laughs> I, I like I, that my voice is so handsome that it matches up to your face <laughs> in real life <laughs> i don't know what that means i have a kind and honest and handsome voice no, I, well then, do I have? I have a handsome and bearded voice. You have a, uh, <laughs> you have a, a tiny, tiny neurotic voice to match my face. I guess. I don't know. It was bizarre to me because most people, I think, know us from video things, mm-hmm. and the fact that there's a bunch of people that now know us from only audio things, and it's that weird radio guy. Like, what, what do they really look like in real life? Thing kind of blew me away a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Uh, just so everybody knows, to clarify who is who in, in the pictures, uh, whichever one you find more attractive is me. <laughs> this is We Have Concerns. Hi, Jeff Kanata. Hi, Anthony Carboni. Hello, Concerned Citizens. Hello, hate listeners. Is there anybody hate listening to this show? I hope not. I feel like the barrier of entry to a podcast where you have to actually subscribe and download it and put a new yeah. thing. I feel like hate listening is not a podcast thing, which is one of the reasons I love podcasting so much. Dude, hear, hear to well, that sentiment. Now, when I was on a very popular YouTube channel, oh, hate watching is absolutely a thing. It's the main thing. It's I the hate, only thing. I hate hate watching. Hate watching makes no sense to me. I'm going to die one day. Yeah. I'm going to die one day. I'm going to spend my life watching fucking Peter Pan and hating it for three hours. Fuck you. Well, you bring up Peter Pan, as did our listener Ian Villarreal, who sent in an article to uh, WeHaveConcernedShow at gmail.com all about Peter Pan in relation to this concept of hate watching. It was on NPR. Oh, God. My Twitter feed was just full of smarmy assholes who thought they were too cool for Peter Pan last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably a, a little while ago now for people who are hearing this, but these are the types of shows, and they're saying here on NPR that now actual networks are programming to hate watchers. They're providing fodder because they're like, hey, if you watch it, we don't care if you're hate watching it or love watching it as long as you watch it. Dude, yes, that is the thing. Because once again, when I was doing D News, look, dude, you can leave all the angry comments in the world because I know that it took you long enough to make an angry comment that I got full credit for your view, an ad probably popped up, right. I'm getting paid. Thank you so much, come back tomorrow and hate what I say then. I'm, I'm here for you to hate 14 times a week. Come on and pay my fucking bills. But must we, must we, is this entertainment for people to watch something that just stirs in them feelings? Yes. Why, come on. I mean, I think people watch Fox News like that or MSNBC like that, depending on their persuasion. There's a lot of things people do like that. They just want to get that rush of, fuck you. Yeah. And come on, don't you have better things to do with your time? You know what it is? It's moral tribalism. Right? That's what it really is. We all love and hate the same things together. Mm. We are together as a group. We are all in on the joke. I am part of the team. That's really what it comes down to with something like hate watching Peter Pan. We all know that we don't like Peter Pan, but we all know that Peter Pan is on and a lot of people are going to be watching Peter Pan. So, hey, let's all get together and talk about how stupid the other people watching Peter Pan are. Yeah. 
and ruin their time and high five over how we have the same taste in things and how we all feel the same way. Moral tribalism can work in, in good ways and bad ways, right? Like Peter Pan and hate watching is, is the low end of it. It really, really horrible, uh, echo chambers of terrible political and moral relief, uh, beliefs online is, you know, it on a grander scale. Right. But it's all the same thing. It's all like we are part of a group. We are together. So there's a sense of community, and in order for there to be an in-group, there has to be an out-group. Yep. And let's all get together in our in-group and mock the out-group. Yes. Fuck that. Isn't that so sick? It's sick. But isn't it also just the most ingrained human thing? Well, yeah, I mean, it's it, the most inescapable it thing. We like we do it all the time. We do it three times a week on this thing. To an extent, well, I hope that we don't. I hope that's not what we're promoting. It's a continuum, right? I don't think we promote that. I like to think we're pretty positive. I like to think I'm pretty positive about the things that I create. I mean, I'm against a lot of shit, and I right. want to vent my opinions, but I don't feel like I'm ever, fuck these guys over here. Right. I try not to do that. Um, yeah, me too. But, I, I, yes, very much so. I mean, I do it. You go to a restaurant and like a group of people walk in and they just look like douchebags. Oh, I like, hate those guys. Hey, everybody, let's hate on the douchebags. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, yeah. we're laughing at the douchebags. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Let them live their lives. If they want to look like douchebags, like whatever you picture a douchebag in your head to be, right. when I say that word, fuck you, let them. Let them be douchebags. I truly believe that we are in the waning days of irony. I think irony has hit its peak and I think it's going to be a generational thing. I think that where we are this generation of ironic thinkers and talkers and cynical people, I think genuine is 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 punk rock now. Yeah, genuine sure. is punk rock. But that just means the jokes are, whereas irony is like, I'm going to listen to this thing and like, oh, yeah, this thing. Ha ha. Yeah, me. This me too. This thing. Ha ha. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Right. The removal of irony just makes hate watching more direct. Right. Maybe. Because now we're not watching a thing and ironically liking it. It's not like, haha, look at this. We're, we're watching this thing and making fun of how we hate it directly. Do you get what I'm saying? It's I not do. Like, I think there's a, you're saying it's, it's more like, honest. Hey, yeah, it's a more <laughs> honest hatred, yeah. which I think on one uh, level is better. Is it? Yes, because like you're saying, the ironic, smarmy, like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I'm buying this album. Ha <laughs> ha. Here's a picture of me with this fucking movie with this Blu-ray in my hands. Huh? Right. I bought 30 copies of Adam Sandler's Click and I have them all on my right. on my shelf. Ha <laughs> ha. I love Click. Let's watch Click again. Yeah. Um now it's just kind of like, man, fuck the Adam Sandler movie. It's stupid. Yeah. You know, let's make fun of Adam Sandler directly. <laughs> I mean, I say that and I and I genuinely enjoy watching bad movies. I I have a great time watching The Room or yeah. Troll 2. Or rock and roll nightmare, but that is sort of a that is sort of the same thing, right? We is are it? all getting together to watch this movie and be like, "Look at how terrible this movie is." Yeah. We all agree that this movie is terrible. So I'm we're a all hypocrite. waiting. To, we're all waiting to say, "Oh hi, Mark!" At the same time, yeah, it's like watching. Well, it's am not I like, a hypocrite then? If if I if I get actual joy from that, is that hate watching, or are we talking about something different? I don't think that's hate watching. I think it is because I think that very little hate watching is actually rooted in a deep seated hate. I don't think people are watching Peter Pan and fuming. Mm. When you watch The Room, you have this idea in your head that these people genuinely got together to make a thing and they worked hard on a thing and the thing turned out bad. Nobody wants to make a bad thing. Right. But you like to think that you're laughing along with them. And right. you're not disparaging the work that they put in. Yeah, people who set out to make bad movies 
the movie is almost never entertaining. It's the earnestness. It's the genuine attempt at yeah. thinking they're making something great and it falls flat on its face. Because some bad movies, a good bad movie is not boring. Usually, like, people tend to think, oh, I love to watch bad movies. And what you're thinking about is, Jeff, like The Room, like Troll 2, right. like these movies that are bad, but it, killer clowns from outer space. Right. They're bad, but in a fun way where they're not boring. Most bad movies are bad because they're just boring. Right. A bad movie is just not yeah. fun to watch in any way. Yeah, yeah. And that's the majority of bad movies. So right. a good that's bad a, movie. a genuinely bad movie yeah. instead of like a fun bad movie. So a certain amount of hate watching has to come from the fact that to an extent you can understand what this movie is trying to do and there's an amount of earnest effort applied to this movie or this project or whatever is your hate watching, right? Yeah. So people who hate watch Peter Pan when you watch it, you see what they're trying to do and you see how they are failing yeah. at what they're trying to do and how they are oblivious to how they're failing. But I don't think that that's... I, in the case of Peter Pan, at least, or uh, Sound of Music or, mm -hmm. you know, these these kind of one-off things that people watch and are like... I think it's a cynical look at how genuine the creators are trying to make this schmaltzy thing that yeah. we all feel superior than. Well, now let's... But let's pull that apart, too, the we all feel... Here's the thing. Most of the time when this sort of hate watching and this tribalism shows up in relation to pop culture, it's because you're not the fucking intended audience to begin with. Yeah. Peter Pan was not for you and me. Peter Pan was for people who are a little older and people who have children. Right. For a lot of seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds that watched TV with their parents last night, that Peter Pan is going to be a good memory. And right. Allison Williams is going to be their Peter Pan and Christopher Walken is going to be their hook and they're going to like it unironically. It's part of their childhood. Yeah. It was made for them. Peter Pan is for fucking kids, asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You can look at Hook, which is Peter Pan for adults, right? Yeah. You can look at the Peter Pan 2003 movie. You can look at the new Peter Pan that's coming out that's supposed to be a little darker or whatever. Right. And that's Peter Pan for adults. And that's like, oh, that's cool, Peter Pan. That's what Peter Pan's supposed to be. No, it's not. Fuck you. you you're just getting a version of this thing that is for you. Right. And so now you think it's cooler. But last night, like, that Peter Pan was just fine. Yeah. It's fucking racist still. Did you watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I saw bits and pieces of it. You know, I mean, the depiction of the Indians is is yeah. problematic, but it's problematic and it's not problematic at the same time. It's problematic because it was written for Victorian era kids, but it was also not problematic because it was supposed to be a child's idea yeah. of what Native Americans are. Yeah. Um. So it isn't like if there were pirates alive today, I'm sure they would object to the depiction of captain hook <laughs> yeah. and me right like yeah. just be like hey fuck that guy yeah that's not who we be we don't talk like that do we no we don't talk like that i mean yar oh okay am i, mean, I a stereotype i mean here here's the thing blade hand he's a stereotype he's a stereotype uh, okay keep it down polly uh sorry blade hand yar I don't want you to think that you are perpetuating a stereotype, but clearly this idea of what a pirate is has come from somewhere. Yar. You know, I'm not saying that what you're doing is wrong. I love you. I think you're wonderful. And I, we, we love having you as part of the crew. Well, I like to be here. Yeah. Yay. And you know, you put in good work and I don't want you to think that you have to change because what you're seeing on screen reflected back at you 
Well, I come from a, you a long line of pirates. I know you My do. father was a pirate. Sure. His father was a pirate. Yeah. And his grandfather was a pirate. I know. And in It's a long, proud tradition. It really is. And I feel like I want you to know that we're all watching and we know that this is a simplification. This is a caricature. And we don't want you to feel like they're taking anything away from you. Marking your race! Marking your race! Okay, Polly, for the love of fucking uh, God, I don't know. Polly's very sensitive. We should do something about this. Uh, we're I, gonna mount a protest. I think we should. Uh, we got a lot of protestars uh, who are ready to walk the plank. I, I mean, uh, walk the sidewalk uh, for us. I mean, you're not making it any easier. I will tell you that. We should come up with a hashtag. Does anybody have any working hands <laughs> that they can use to operate a touchscreen? I have two hooks, blade uh, hand. Obviously, I've gone through so many iPhones. Um, uh, those damn screens. I just wish we could mount a campaign in some way. Fuck it. Fire the cannons at everybody. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this peaceful protest shit. <laughs> no, but I, you know, it, it was a little Peter Pan is Peter Pan. You know, when when you make something, it's kind of frozen in time. I read a thing about how they tried to update the main musical number. Oh, that the Indians and they they got somebody who was I want to say it was a they had a Cherokee consultant who helped them put together like a updated lyrics to the song, ah, which was originally what's... just a bunch of kids dressed like Native Americans. Yeah. Spouting nonsense, <laughs> <laughs> nonsense noises. Yeah. <laughs> I just I don't understand but... the idea of watching something to ridicule it or to I, I just I guess I don't get that rush of adrenaline or fun out of something no. to hate it. No, like I said, my feeling is there's something out there for everyone, but that doesn't mean everything is for everyone. Right. If a thing is not for you, so what? Like, as long as it's not offensive and terrible, as long as it's not like, you know, right. if I was Native American, I'd have some problems with Peter Pan. Mm -hmm. But. Or if you were like a fairy. If I was a fairy, I'd have a lot of problems. If I was a pirate. I mean, I'm a boy who doesn't want to grow up, and I... I... No, you're an adult man acting like a child. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference between a boy who doesn't want to grow up and a dude who's uh, fully grown. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's, uh... um, but no, I, so for me, it's like, fine, you want to toss off a one-liner about how Peter Pan is silly? Fine. But if you're going to sit and hate watch something for three hours... Who's yeah. the real idiot? Is it the people who created a thing that is three hours of entertainment for a large portion of the population? Or is it the idiot sitting down for three hours and wasting a huge portion of their evening yeah. on is, something they don't want to see? Do you think this is a manifestation of social media that before we could share that process immediately and intensely and it's not like people hate watch stuff and then shared it at the water cooler. Oh, no, the it has to be sort of in real time, right? Social media has made the tribe larger. It has made communication through the tribe faster. Right. And so it has made it more of this echo chamber, this resonance chamber, this amplification. You see it in a lot of political arguments that go on online where people line up behind specific hashtags. Because listen, they want to be seen as. Yeah, and just listen to each other and bandy <sighs> about each other's jokes and something that's not entirely researched gets out and then it gets spread. And it happens so much faster than it could have ever happened before. So I think hate watching is, is sort of the same thing, right? You could be the dick on the couch making fun of Peter Pan and maybe you had like like three friends who would listen to you. But now you could be retweeted a thousand times. You yeah. could have 10,000 people 
that you are participating with, and now you can all be dicks together. And in a way, that sort of reinforces the behavior and makes the behavior easier. It just makes me feel like the enemy of all things is cool. Like to feel cool, the pursuit of being cool, it has always been the enemy my entire life. Uh, maybe I'm overstating. To Everything feel bad cool, is cool. Do you remember when taking uncool. flamethrowers to dogs was like really hot? <laughs> like back in 97, do you remember when that was the shit? Yeah. It was the guy from Everclear used yeah. to just, he did that he thing it. where he took a flamethrower to dogs mm -hmm. and then for like six weeks. It took the nation by storm. You could not get rid of it in my school. They had to specifically ban flamethrowers, which you would think would be banned beforehand. You would, but I, but I guess it wasn't specific. It's weird how many dogs were at your school too. Yeah, well, Florida public school system. <laughs> There were a lot of just wild dogs running around eating trash. You know what? You Not know what a lot of book learning. You know what'll clear that right up though? What? A couple of flamethrowers. A couple throwers. of flamethrowers. And I think that's why they let it go on for so long. Because <laughs> it was so cool. In the beginning, it was the kids felt cool and it was solving a problem. Right. And it was the healthiest school lunch we ever had. It was like, you know, two birds with one stone. Yeah. Or as they used to say in Florida, two, two dogs, dogs with, with one, one flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I see what you're saying. It, because cool has always been about tribalism too. Yeah, it's about making sure you're not in that particular out group, which mm -hmm. is the uncool out group, right? You got to be in the in group so that you can maintain your level of cool. And it's, it's all about ego and it's all about self-identification and it's all about throwing somebody else under the bus yeah. because you can't be cool unless something else is uncool. I don't know. Maybe there is something to everybody rushing to do this on social media because... Those well-defined tribes really do go away after you leave school to yeah. a certain extent. High school and college are the most outward manifestations of that tribalism, I think, in at least in American society. Mm -hmm. I guess as an adult, you can you can align yourself with certain clubs or activities and stuff like that. You can join certain social groups, but yeah. for the most part... You lose that tribalism. And I think when we're not part of a group because we're social animals, we feel a little bit at sea. Like as an mm. adult who works from home now and gets to do kind of whatever he wants and only has to only has to deal with the parts of life that he wants to for most for most of it, you know. Yeah. Um I don't really have a tribe. There's no need to al to to align myself with people. Mm. And so maybe social media is a way for us to get back into it and feel socially connected. We all hate Peter Pan together. We all like mm. this game or this movie or this thing together online. Right. And so now I get to feel like part of a group again, which maybe makes me feel a little bit more safe. Does that make sense? I think it does. I think from a socio-psychological level, that's kind of what's happening. But I also think it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. And because it fucking it's all from fear. And it, Yeah, it fucking sucks. And I'm built in such a way where I can't just be so chill with the fact that I don't need to run into anybody and I just can like, like working in an office. When you work in an office, for the most part, everybody just kind of gets along, which was yeah. like the weirdest thing to me. You know, before revision three, I'd only ever worked like retail and like shit jobs. I only ever worked shit jobs. Yeah. And so getting into an office, like we're all here voluntarily and we like what we do. And if we don't like it, we leave. And hmm. everybody just got along and you didn't have to love anybody and you didn't have to hate anybody. And it was kind of like, it was weird to me. Yeah. To spend so much of my time day in and day out. I mean, sometimes you would talk smack about people because that's I mean, just like the nature of work. There's office politics there's too. Office there's politics, in groups and out groups that pop up in the workplace, certainly. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I just get along so well with everyone. You do have a sunny disposition that's, that is that's infectious. That's what I've been told. <laughs> infectious. I've been told I'm sort of like a, like a Pollyanna for our times. Oh, yeah. That's like, a, uh, like an Annie. <laughs>
You know? Uh-huh. Speaking of which, you're like a Peter Pan is I'm what you are. I'm sort of like a Peter Pan. Yeah. You know, just kind of like- Just, just flying around the room. Just a rakish rogue, you know? I didn't read Peter Pan all the way to the end. There's no sad bit, right? About him and- the No, everything no, works not- out great. He never has to give up everything he believes in or all his friends in order to okay. retain his boyish Yeah, so I'm kind of like a Peter Pan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sweet. that's my problem is maybe I just don't see, maybe I just don't see the tribalism because I'm so evolved and I get along with everyone. Yeah. I have a group, by the way, of people who are really evolved and get along with everybody oh, and, we, I, and we meet. Can I be part of it? No, absolutely not. I don't think you'd get along with us. Oh. I just don't think there's a place for you there. Oh. We've actually talked about you before. Do you say nice things about no. me? No. What, what do you, what do you say? You know what, man? It's like, why get into it? Why get into specifics? Well, I'm glad you're setting such a good example with your lack of tribalism. Yeah, thanks, man. Anyway, I got to go. I got some more important people to meet. But uh, how do you guys feel about hate watching? Do you do it? Don't do it. But if you do do it, I would love to know why you do it. You should uh, be part of our in-group on online by tweeting at us. <laughs> I'm at Jeff Canada. I'm at A. Carboni. And hey, if you've seen a story like this that you'd like us to cover, uh, you can send it to us at wehaveconcernshow at gmail.com. Or you could not send it to us, but then we'll never know that you had a story for us to cover. Yeah. Kind of how it works.